Welcome back to Sundays Are For The Boys. I'm your host, Nathan Jones. Joined with me today is once again, Avery C., contributing writer for Dallas-Football-News, as well as the editor of that site. Today, we're going to break down the Rams' defense and show how the Cowboys have the advantage in some areas, and in some matchups, they have a clear disadvantage. Avery, what do you think of when you think of the Rams' defense? Who are their star players to look out for? What do you think is their strength? Um, Aaron Donald is what I think about when I just think of the Rams' defense. I mean, really? Yeah. Aaron Donald? <laughs> yeah, Aaron Donald. Who's that guy? Yeah, but it's Aaron Donald. You know, that's a good defense. They have a lot of takeaways this season, and Aaron Donald's the leader of it. Definitely. Um, just look at his box score stats 20.5 sacks from a defensive tackle. That's insane. That's in, you never see that. Last year, he got the Defensive Player of the Year award. He'll probably get that this year. I'm probably, I mean, I would bet, like, a my, lot of my life on it. Yeah. Like, he's going to get it. He should be a, in the running for most valuable player of the year. Patrick Mahomes will probably get the edge over him in the voting because, you know, he's a quarterback. And, he's putting and up, he did have a He's putting up insane well. numbers, granted. But I'm just thinking, when you think, if you ask the league and the players and all the fans, who's the most dominant player in football? Aaron Donald. He never has a bad day. And so, going against this offensive line, um, Connor Williams or Suofilo, we'll talk about that later, it's not looking good for the Cowboys. He's going to make plays. It's about limiting the amount of plays he makes. Yep. What are some areas that you think the Cowboys actually do have an advantage? I don't know if it's an advantage, but Cooper, Cooper knows these cornerbacks, you know? He's, he's ran a lot of routes, and you know, when Marcus Peters was the Chiefs, you know, a divisional opponent and rival that of the Oakland Raiders, and then also um, Aqib Talib when he was with the Broncos. Uh, Cooper, Cooper knows those guys. I mean, you look at uh, there's a lot of talk with Cooper this week. Can he produce? I think I think he's going to produce just because he he knows what these guys run. He can tell his team what they're running. I mean, there's probably you know in the coaching rooms and everything. Yeah, Cooper's probably coaching a lot of these uh, young wide receivers this week on what techniques work with these corners. I'm going to paraphrase a quote by Amari Cooper this week. They asked him about that. Like, he's going against, um, he used to be in that division. He's going against those two cornerbacks. And they asked, like, how it gives him an advantage, basically. And he's just like, I know these players. And Cooper, he's such a high football IQ. I mean, his route running isn't just, like, sharp and crisp, those cliche words, but they're just, it's just, he's just an intelligent football player. Yeah. And he last year against Marcus Peters, he had a 210-yard game against him for a couple touchdowns, right? I think Amar Cooper definitely has an advantage. If you look at those two quarterbacks, Marcus Peters and Aqib Tlaib, Aqib Tlaib is their best corner. Mm-hmm. Um, he has been for a while. He had a good game against the Cowboys last year when he was with the Broncos. That was a terrible game. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. The oh, Des Bryant yeah. on team. Now, Des Bryant Zeke was, was held under 10 basically. yards. Yeah, it was, it was not a good game. Aqib Tlaib, he's an aggressive corner. If you throw it late on like an out route, he'll take it to the house. I think he has over 10 pick sixes in his career. He's a ball hawk. He's super aggressive. But I think the Cowboys can use that against them. You see Michael Gallup with those double moves that he's been doing. And even cornerbacks that aren't that greedy, they'll still bite on them because that's probably his best move. Yeah, and also, you know, uh, I know I've been looking at Aqib uh, Tlaib a little bit, but he he's recently been losing the ball in the air. He's been losing track of his receivers. I mean, they don't get a whole lot of, you know, talk. They're not bad cornerbacks in a way, 
they're kind of having a drop off uh, just a little bit. I mean, you, they make up for it with their p- interceptions. I believe they have, have over 40 interceptions combined in their careers. I think if you look at the, what the Rams fans are saying, what the Rams writers are and reporters are saying this week, they're wanting a kid to leave to be on Cooper. Cooper's had a little bit. I mean, Cooper's still had success against them, but he's had a little bit more struggles. A kid to leave. He likes to get his hands on you. He likes to get. He's he's a type of cornerback that Chris Richard would love to have on his team. He's a big physical guy who's not afraid to get dirty and get his hands and jam a receiver. And Marcus Peters, he's the exact opposite. He likes to stay like five yards off the line of scrimmage and just mirror him there. If these cornerbacks, they're they're literally like mirror opposites of each other, other than the fact they have a history of coming down with balls. Like I said, Akid Talib's the aggressive one, and mm-hmm. he'll bite down on some stuff. Double moves might really work against him. But there's Marcus Peters, who's just plays very conservative, and he'll get beaten on quick stuff. And so I think with um, whenever Cooper is matched against each um, different receive cornerback, rather, the Cowboys can actually have something in their game plan to attack those guys. They don't usually have one cornerback travel with a star wide receiver. They usually just keep them on their sides and let them play. Watch out for that. They might decide to switch it up in the playoffs. You know, Sean McVay likes to get tricky. Um, Wade Phillips, the Defensive coordinator, ex-Cowboys head coach. Yep. He has stuff to prove. He knows Jason Garrett, so he knows the Cowboys, and so they might mix up something to throw us off. So now we'll transition into talking about the offensive line against Aaron Donald specifically. Um, Sufilo, he has not been practicing much this week. He's kind of banged up. Um, Connor Williams, it looks like he's going to get the start. Are you nervous? Who would you rather have actually be active and start against and Aaron Donald, Suofilo or Connor Williams? You know, Suofilo has been a little bit banged up. Uh, Connor, Wildem- Connor Williams held his own last week. Uh, I'm going to go with Connor Williams on this one. I think he, with that first step, he can get that quick positioning on Donald. You know, that really doesn't matter with him. He can do like a swim move or something real fast to get off. Now, he's so low to the ground and just a big power guy. But I'm going to go with, I think I'm going to go with Connor Williams on this. I'm a, actually on the Connor Williams fan club. Um, I understood the switch because it was due to injury to Connor Williams that they put Suofilo in pre- earlier in the year. But over the last games that Suofilo played, he's had some... Uh, you can yeah. tell those injuries that Suofilo are wearing on him. He overextends. Um, he's not playing with... Lever- he's just not doing what he was doing well in the beginning, earlier in the season. Um, and both players, they're not going to have a good game against Donald. That's, my, that's what I believe. I think it doesn't really matter. So when you look at who should start, you say... Okay, so they're not going to do well against Donald. What can they do? And I think Connor Williams can do more things than a Xavier Suofilo. Connor Williams last week, his blocks on the line of scrimmage were great, but what was amazing were those second-level blocks. You saw Dak Prescott have that big, long, um, one of those conversions was because of Connor Williams sealing a Bob, like a Bobby Wagner, K.J. Wright, one of those two. Mm-hmm. And so Connor Williams, he's a rookie. <clears throat> Let the young boy play. <laughs> That's always the good motto. But yeah, it's going to be hard. So what do you think are some steps or things um, schematically that the Cowboys can do to try to at least limit some of Donald's production? Yeah, um, play actions are going to be a big one in this game. I think we're going to be running more play actions, just try and get Donald sucked up and then Dak, you know, roll out the other way, buy him just a little bit more time. Um, I do think that Dak's going to be having to use his legs a whole lot more than what we see. That doesn't just mean with designed runs. It's going to be just him scrambling around also just trying to go off script. 
But yeah, the play-action passes are going to have to play a big part in trying to limit Aaron Donald. Oh, I'm always a fan of having more play-action. The Rams' offense, like we mentioned in our last episode, they run the most play-action. So maybe the Dallas Cowboys can, you know, it's a copycat league, maybe they can take something from the Rams. Yeah, and with um, those play-action passes, you know, just try and maybe get those corners and linebackers to just suck in just a second later and get, you know, open up some things up downfield. Oh yeah, like a keep to leave. He likes to keep his eyes down uh, in the backfield. So if you yeah. can get a, a Dak Prescott's great with his ball fakes, if he can do something like that and throw it over top, that the, yeah, the, the, there might he, be a big play because of that. Yeah, and he's good on play action too. So I, I like we I like what you said earlier about Dak Prescott, not just the design runs. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of Dak's runs this year are design runs. He doesn't actually scramble and run for yardage as much as people think. That's mm-hmm. kind of like a big like myth about Dak Prescott is um, when I mean he doesn't escape the pocket and run for yardage a lot. And you know they always talk about quarterback needs to have a clock in his head. One, two, three. Okay, I need to get the ball out, or I need to make a move and go run. Right. Yep. With Aaron Donald, if you're waiting three seconds. Aaron Donald is going to be on your side about, like, he's going to be there. He shines in these bright lights. Um, he's going to make a statement to continue to show that yeah. I'm the best player in and the it's, And it's not even just Darnold. It's Nagamakan Sue. Yeah, Nagamakan Sue's right on the other side of him. So it's just going to, you really have to just limit both of them. Yeah, Sue's had more of a down year than what fans of the Rams were expecting. But um, he's still a top talent. Yeah, he's, he's, still, a, he's a, still a big body guy. I mean, I'm always nervous of Sue getting a hand on Zeke after the play and like stepping on his ankle or something. He's a yeah. dirty player. That's been well documented. I mean, he's one of those players I wish the league would just come together and kick him, basically like kick him out, you know? I mean, dirty players like that shouldn't be in the league in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You should be able to play physical in between the whistles and not afterwards. That's kind of a baby move in my opinion. Something else I think the Cowboys might be able to do is maybe add an extra lineman over to chip. Blake Jarwin, it looks like he's not going to play. He's in practice this whole week. It looks like yeah, he's not going to play. Yeah, and worry about Cole Beasley, too. I think, I don't know if he played today. I don't, I don't yeah, know. I was going to get to that, but you got it first. I like that. Mm-hmm. Cole Beasley has not practiced a single day this week. Yeah. That scares the crap out of me. Yeah, that's worrying. Um, when I, I wrote an article earlier in the week, and it was talking about the way to attack this Rams defense is with a quick passing game. And he would be lining up against um, Robbie Coleman, the slot corner of the Rams. And I thought he had a clear advantage there. And so with him out, maybe Amari Cooper can play in the slot. We've seen a little bit of that. I would like to see that. I, would, I always love when you have a star receiver, different positions. Um, just find a mismatch and exploit it. And that's Scott Linhan's job for the week. What do you think, if you could name one thing, is the key to getting our offense rolling and getting rhythm this game. Ezekiel Elliott and running the ball, which I think we are going to be able to do. Okay. I think the Rams' defense' main goal is to stop Zeke, and that's been a lot of teams' goals, and they haven't done it yet. Yeah, it, I, I think Zeke's going to go for, I think, I can't remember what I said on the article with my bold predictions, but I think he's going to go for like 109 yards, um, a running touchdown, a receiving touchdown. But yeah, I can see him making big plays. Um, like Donald, Ezekiel Elliott shines when it's when the lights are brightest. National champion in college. There's nothing going to stop Zeke this week. Yeah, and this Rams defense gives up you know big running plays. I mean they they average 5.1 yards I believe a carry, which isn't good. Yes, 32nd in the league I believe. 
they're um, terrible against the run. Yeah. Um, some of those numbers might be a little bit skewed because they're in such big leads in their games. Yeah. That they're playing more a prevent and, type and, of defense. And the teams start passing the ball and everything like that. But the tape doesn't lie. They're if you try to run in between the guards, it's gonna be hard. Right. Yeah. With Sue and Donald, Sue plays a three technique. Donald will play nose and that one. If you run outside, Eddie Brockers and those line, outside linebackers. I don't think they can stop Zeke. I think Zeke can actually have a lot of yards after contact, and I think Connor Williams and Zach Martin will have a good time like doing those pulls across the line of scrimmage. Usually, I don't like those, but I could see them doing more of that this week. Yeah, one one mismatch to look out for is uh, one of their linebacker, one of the Rams linebackers named Mark Barron. He's he used to play safety. They've moved him to linebacker. He's played linebacker the past couple years, but he's only around six one and like two hundred fourteen pounds. So he's a smaller linebacker, and so if we if we can get to the second level, he won't be able to get off his blocks, and I think Zeke's can be able to you know get some ten yard gains and just start wearing down their defense. Yeah, it's interesting how their offense—it's um, kind of more of a college style offense—and now that, like you mentioned, they have a linebacker, it's like a linebacker safety hybrid, like you see in college football. So that's kind of cool. I always like seeing like the ev- evolution of the NFL, mm-hmm. but I think their real safety, Lamarcus Joyner is a solid piece on the Rams defense. For sure. He's one of those guys that I thought the Cowboys should, should have targeted last year in free agency. He's a not so much a ball hawk, but he's he'll lay the wood. He'll come downhill and try to make tackles. But, I mean, on the edge, I think the, the Cowboys running game is going to win on the edge. You look at the corners. Marcus Peters, he's that Deion Sanders type of guy as in, I mean, he doesn't like to make tackles. He kind of tries to avoid them. I might even go that direction, but especially with the, the wide receivers for the Cowboys have been blocking really well. Noah Brown, especially if Cole Beasley isn't able to play. Jason Garrett mentioned that Noah Brown might run some routes from the slot, so that's very interesting. We haven't seen many like routes from the slot. He'll play the X sometimes. He'll play as like basically a, a tight end to chip, but anything to just avoid Donald is what we're coming to the conclusion, I think. Yeah, get him Away, yeah, and Dak Prescott, he's gonna have to get the ball out quick. That's the, that's probably the biggest key. Get out quick. The short passing game, it's fine if we're not making these chunk plays. People love to watch the highlight plays of fifty-yard throws. Those will come in a game, and you want those to come. But the key to a good offense is ability to move the chains and convert in the red zone. What was the numbers last week in the red zone? For the Cowboys, we were three out of four. In the yeah, red zone for touchdowns, the trips. And then there's the one interception that... Yeah, that was the that one. Was that was the one. one. And so, and against the Giants, we were a lot better in the red zone. So, mm-hmm. you kind of seen the Cowboys become more efficient in the red zone. That's super promising. The Cowboys have been playing their best football, offensively at least, these last couple of weeks. They're actually the leading scoring offense in the league in playoffs. Yeah. Of course, the Rams... And the Chiefs didn't yeah, play. Yeah, the one seeds have a reason for having a bye week. You know. Yeah, how do you think the bye week is going to influence this Rams team? You see them, they're coming off fresh, but some people say they might have some rust. What do you think? Yeah, well, um, one player in particular, Todd Gurley, hasn't taken a snap in over a month. And uh, he's he's coming back fresh. I don't, we don't know how fresh, you know, his his knee could still be bothering him. You know, We don't know how long his knee injury is going to be lingering, but... Yeah, they're coming off, you know, fresh. They've been able to break down this Cowboys offense and defense. Um, yeah, they, they, they're coming strong. And, you know, the Cowboys have momentum. 
And, you know, there's always that debate, you know, momentum versus the resting and stuff. What do you want? Saw a lot of stuff uh, yesterday and today about would you rather be playing in the wild card rounds or having the bye? I mean, personally, I would think I want the bye to rest. I, th- I think it yeah. depends on what type of team you have. Like, yeah. you look at 2014, we went to we played in the wild card round with Tony Romo. I think that team would have been better if we got the, the first round bye. Yeah. And if with a more veteran team, I think with, like, older guys that are more beat up, I think they could the the rest is more valuable to them. But these younger guys, I mean, we're the youngest team in the playoffs. We're one of the youngest teams on in the league, and I think it's more about getting that momentum. So I think the Cowboys are in a perfect position. I think this playoffs have gone the best way it could. The Eagles beat the Saints, yeah. so we're going to the Rams. What do you think about the home field advantage? That's been a hot button topic this week. <laughs> For the Rams. Yeah, well, Cowboy Nation has shown up. I believe the ticket projections right now is 30% of the tickets are Cowboys. And that a lot of times, that does not happen. Out in California, Jerry has where they do training camps and all that. So you know Cowboy Nation's out there. And they're coming to represent and show why you don't want to mess with this Cowboy team at home, which is a possibility of doing. win this game, the Eagles win. They're coming to our place. And you know, yeah. That would be a huge yeah. deal. Imagine playing the NFC Championship against the Eagles. Oh, that'd be awesome. I mean, that's probably not going to happen, but it's always fun to dream. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I've seen some projections. You said the 30%. I've seen some projections that say even up to 40%. And if it's 40% Cowboys fans, oh man, you know those fans in L.A. This is like the first game they've gotten to witness the Cowboys playing in for like a long time. And so you know those fans will be crazy. I think it's going to be a fun environment, almost like a college bowl game environment. Yeah. It's not a big stadium anyways. It's like hundred, not even a hundred seventy thousand. I think, yeah. right? The Coliseum, um, it's the older stadium. They're rebuilding to make that really cool new one, mm-hmm. which I think is a year delayed actually with all the rain that's been down there. But thank goodness there's no rain in the forecast for that Saturday. Game. Oh, when I saw that forecast, it was gonna rain. I was freaking out. But Dak Prescott with his fumbling problems, he hasn't had them in mm-hmm. these last five games. But I mean, those problems don't just disappear and never come back. And so, thank you to the football gods. For not having it rain this weekend, as you know, it's a outside um, stadium, and so that's, that's very good for the Cowboys. They've been practicing outside this week. Yeah, with the weather very similar to that in LA. Yeah, every I mean, everything is kind of lining up with the Cowboys, which actually kind of gets me afraid because just when Cowboys Nation is getting hype, then we just get let down. Yeah. Well, you know, I got a feeling. I got this gut feeling that I had against the Saints game. Okay, don't, I, don't get to it yet. Okay, we'll talk, about, okay, we'll talk yeah. about our predictions later. But in the meantime, we have a shout-out to our sponsor. So, Avery, what are your predictions for what's going to happen on Saturday night, 7-15, in the Coliseum, Cowboys versus Rams? All right, here we go. Cowboys 31, Rams nothing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Blowout. Yeah. Uh, no, it's going to be a very close game. I think it's going to come down to a last-second field goal from Brett Maher, which I really don't want to see. How far? Bull prediction, how far? I'm going to go with 42 yard. A 42 oh, yard. right that's not his range. Right where he's, you know, a little rusty in that range. But, yeah, it's Cowboys are going to be on their seats, you know. But it's going to be a last-second field goal from Brett Maher, 42 yards to have the Cowboys win. 27-25. It's going to be a more, you know, a higher scoring playoff game, not in the 30s. I think it's going to be a, a slugfest on the offensive line, defensive line. 
Uh, Dak should be having to make some big plays with his legs. And I just I'm getting that feeling. I, I think the Cowboys are going to pull out with a 27-25 victory. You know, if Brett Maher kicks a game-winning field goal, that will just be the perfect like culmination of just what's happened this season. Mm-hmm. Just the ups and the downs. Brett yeah. Maher uh, made like 14 straight field goals, then he missed a few yeah, straight yeah. field goals. Extra then he kicks the, he makes the record for Cowboys distance field goal. Then he'll miss an extra point. And then he'll miss an extra point. Yeah. And then he'll take us to somewhere we haven't been since 1995 that it would be the NFC Championship. Mm-hmm. That's That would be amazing. Yeah, and, and don't forget that Brett Maher's field goal will be a 42-yarder because Dak makes a great play and finds Cooper down the field to get us in field goal. Definitely. It, just, it would just be a – it would sum up the season. Yep. And, yeah, those – yeah, that would be, be awesome. I am not as optimistic as you on offense. I think we're going to be good on defense. So basically, I think it's going to be. I'm not going to say. I'm going to wait till the last part so I can kind of, you know, have this dramatic yeah, entry. Okay, okay. Um, I think our defense is going to play a fine game. I think Todd Gurley is going to have a few big runs, kind of like Saquon Barkley, that he'll have most of the game nothing, and then he'll have a few chunk runs here and there. I think Malik Collins, I mentioned earlier, I think he's going to be in for a game. He and Demarcus Lawrence, I think, and Randy. I think our defensive line. The Hot Boys are going to feast. Mm-hmm. It's a, it, they have a good offensive line, don't get me wrong. But I just think our defensive line is just playing with something extra. They're, yep. ha, they have a chip on their shoulder. I think our offense, yeah, I think it's going to start slow. The Rams are going to come out hot. I think Aaron Donald might get a few early sacks or tackles for loss. But I think Jason Garrett and Scott Lehan are going to stick to the run. And Zeke's going to get the most carries he's gotten all season. I think he's going to get 34 carries. Wow. And I think Zeke, even though our offense was isn't going to be as explosive, he's going to have over 200 yards, all purpose, okay, yeah. all purpose. Um, I think Dak might throw an interception. I mean, to keep to lead. I, these corners, they're not amazing. They're not what they used to be for sure. But they get the turnovers. But they're they veterans. They generate turnovers. They generate turnovers. That's They've the, been that's here before. That's the defense. And so, I'll say the Cowboys lose mm. 24 to 21. It's going to be a heartbreaker. I think they win with a last-second field goal. Here's, here's the, um, the knife in the heart, though. It's going to be another Aaron Rodgers thing. No. Jason, Jason, I can't Jared watch Goff is going to we – like, we're like, okay, we're going to overtime. We're going to overtime. Then boom, Jared Goff hits Robert Woods for like a 20-yard completion. And they kick a field goal and win the game. Yeah, no. I guess we sh- we probably should have saved yours for last to end on a high. Yeah, end. yeah. Well, I'll end with another another bold prediction I have. Our okay. defensive line is going to have four sacks in this game, and Demarcus Lawrence is going to find a new favorite QB to sack. <laughs> He's going to make Jared Goff just crumple. Did you see that quote Demarcus yes. Lawrence had? Yeah. He's like, "I hate QBs. Yeah. Every week I go into the game." Wanting to take the soul away. Yeah, and he was talking about if Dak was in his QB, he wouldn't like him either. <laughs> yeah. so. I mean, DeMarcus Lawrence is a bad man. He's got one goal on mind, and that is to get to the QB and cause habit. Definitely. It should be a great game. I'm so excited. Cowboys fans, if you're lucky enough to be able to be at that game, be loud, be proud, represent Cowboys Nation well. That is all we have for you today. Once again, if you like our podcast, 
and want to hear more, subscribe and leave a review. That'd be great. That'd mean a lot to us. And if you want to be updated on all of our new articles and podcasts, head over to dallas-football-news.com. And on the right-hand column, you'll see a little submission button, a little newsletter. You'll be added to our mailing list, and so you'll be the first to know of new articles, new news, and new podcasts. Have a great day. This is Sundays are for the boys. Thank you.